0: Oh my god, oh my god. Hello John. Hi, how are you hey, doing? Hey,
1: hey, what's going on?
0: Uh <laughs> So this is uh the like the the the, the fourth reschedule we've done on this episode. Uh sorry, sorry for the late episode, patrons. Um it, it was just had a bit of a cursed week. Yeah. Um Yeah but we're here now we're here now so it's fine john how is your how's your week been how have you been since we last sat down uh well we last and sat down yesterday <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh i I'm, I'm doing all right i'm hanging in there it's, it's life is okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh i'm hanging out how about you
0: um i'm doing okay um I have been let me think what I've been up to recently. Um, game recommendation. Uh, I started playing uh, Outer Wilds, um, not to be confused with uh, Outer Worlds, which was the other game with the same name that came out like at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, for everybody who's not familiar, uh, Outer Wilds is like a uh, space exploration like puzzle game. Um, it's, like, you, what, you could loosely describe it as, like, a walking simulator, uh, for a solar system. Um, I don't want to get too into spoilers on it, uh, but I will give it a glowing recommendation. It's one of the best video games I've played in recent memory. Um, it's, like, 20 bucks on Steam or something, or I got it on sale, I think, on one of those, like, key websites for, like, 15 bucks. Um, if, if, like, walking sims are your thing, or if, like... You just want to capture the feeling of being a little kid in a, in a museum exhibit in a good way. Uh, absolutely would recommend it. Um, that, that's it's been a I've been spending a lot of all my gaming time has gone to it the past week.
1: Hell yeah that one's that one's been on my list for a while and I need to I need to get around to
0: it. It's very, very, very good. Uh, um,
1: in, in, in terms of video games for me, uh, as, as I started to say yesterday, and, and this was literally the point where I, w- I was cut off and the the recording was interrupted. Uh, we
0: recorded about ninety seconds of an episode yesterday. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> I've I've recently been getting back into Cookie Clicker. Uh, <laughs> there there's a certain point during every year, and it's happened every year since Cookie Clicker came out because I've been playing that shit since since the original version. Uh, I, I, just get like really into it for like a month and then I just don't touch it for a year. And then I come back the next year and there's a bunch of shit <laughs> and <laughs> it's good. It's a, it's a good time. I love cookie clicker.
0: Alex, go and, uh, don't, you don't actually have to do this. Go and find, uh, uh every clip of John time of getting back into cookie clicker from <laughs> over the years of the pod. Cause I'm sure that there's multiple.
1: <laughs> I would, I would not be surprised. Uh, <laughs> I I uh, I went on a little adventure today. Uh yeah. that that was another thing that kind of delayed the recording a bit.
0: All right, all right, tell us about it.
1: Um so I'm I think I've talked about how weird I am about video games in in in, in weird ways uh, across the the run of the podcast. Uh but but I have I've have recently decided that I no longer want to play multiplayer games on PS4, uh, or just console in general, except except like Nintendo shit. Like I'll keep my I'll keep my Mario Kart, I'll keep my Smash Brothers. Uh but like everything else, like fighting games, uh anything anything that's like a, a multiplayer main experience of a video game. Uh I would much prefer to play those on PC. Uh mm-hmm. so, so I just I just picked like the all the all the games in my PS4 collection uh, that are those. And, and I, I went to a store. I don't know if this store is like a chain store. I think it is. Uh, but no one ever talks about it. It's called Second and Charles.
0: Uh, it I, sounds vaguely familiar. I,
1: I know they're big enough to like be established in some places. I just don't know how widespread they are. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's a store that I enjoy going to. They sell books and video games and movies and music and uh, many other things. Mm-hmm. Um, But their whole thing is like you can just trade in shit. And they, they they just sell a bunch of you shit amongst their new shit. Uh, and so I, I I took my video games. And Wait a minute. I have
0: been... Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have been... I looked it up. I have been to one of these stores, and I have seen the Homestuck epilogues of one of these yeah,
1: stores. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I would just like to interject that. Please continue your story, and I realize what you're talking about.
1: Um, the, 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 This has been a thing that I've been planning for, like, weeks. Because, like even though i i am a grown adult uh i i the, the, the car that i drive is not my car uh uh-huh. and and because that car is owned by older people uh my grandparents uh they tend to be kind of strict uh, on like where i can go when i can go with the car uh so uh-huh. i i had to like convince them <laughs> to to let me drive into quote unquote the city uh damn that's rough uh i i, I don't know like uh location wise how many listeners we have uh in my general area but if anybody knows anything about greenville south carolina it barely classifies as a city <laughs> uh it's kind of ass uh but everybody around here calls it the city and that's where gotta i make yeah that that's where i had to go and that's like a 40 minute drive and so my my grandparents were like you gotta you gotta leave at this time you gotta you gotta be back at this time you gotta go there and come straight back and i was like okay Okay, and I, when you told me that, like, you were getting food in the city, <laughs> uh, we were both in the city today, Um, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I just need to go. And I left the house, and, and then, like, while I was going up my driveway, I realized, I was like, I didn't plug in my phone last night, because in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna charge it while we record the episode as soon as I get up. So I, mm-hmm. I, I look at my phone and it's at like 15%. And Great. and, and, and it's, it's worth noting that I have an iPhone 6S Plus, a phone that came out in like 2016. And my battery, when it says like 15%, that's more like 1%. Mm-hmm. Um, It's about to die. Yeah. Um, And I had to spend like 40 minutes... Because I I I was going to Seven Eleven to get gas anyway, and in Seven Eleven I was like, surely they have those like car, car like car chargers, car chargers. Uh, because my 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 grandma's car is too old to have a USB port in it, and Seven Eleven, CEO of Seven Eleven, if you're listening to this, I will find you. Why are the car chargers at Seven Eleven twenty five dollars? it's the it's a scam it's it's the 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 biggest scam that i've ever seen uh the biden
0: economy is a disaster it
1: it, and 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 like i know why they cost so much it's because they're the ones where like you you they you don't have usb ports in them it's like the cord is like part of the charger itself so like
0: oh is this like the the one that plugs like the cigarette lighter yeah
1: and yeah. and and it doesn't have like actual ports for charging. It's just a cord itself.
0: And I, was, mm-hmm. and I was
1: like, man, this is the the biggest inconvenience that could possibly happen today. And I I just had to like go around to different stores looking for one that wasn't going to like bankrupt me. <laughs> I... <sighs> I I eventually made it to uh, Dollar General and I got one for ten dollars. And even I was I was not happy about that because it came with a cord. And I don't... I didn't want the cord. I just wanted mm-hmm. the thing. I, I, I know in my head that, like, the the little thing that you put in the the cigarette thing is only worth, like, $5. I know and if... If that. If that. I know if I looked hard enough, I would find one for, like, that amount or less. But mm-hmm. literally everything comes with a cord. And it, it I was just getting more and more angry that I, like... <laughs> I, I wasn't, like, getting the thing done that I wanted to get done today. And... I eventually just, I just bought one for $10. I was very, I'm very not happy about it because like the iPhone one in dollar general was like $15, but the, Mm -hmm. like the Android one was $10. And I was like, dude, I I, I, free Android cord, I guess.
0: Common iPhone L.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so eventually I, I, I finally get to the store, uh, uh, and then I am informed that it's going to take about forty minutes for them to find out how much my video games are worth, and I was <laughs> like,
0: like, "How many video games did you bring to trade in?" Uh,
1: like eleven.
0: It's going to take uh forty minutes to look up eleven names yeah. on uh yeah. on eBay and then uh figure out how much to scam you for. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> and then.
1: I had the weirdest experience with the guy running the ter- the the trade in counter, because mm-hmm. because I I, I wore my, I wore my Fooly coolie shirt, uh, I I enjoy my fully coolie shirt. I like fully coolie. Uh, he sees my fully coolie shirt, and in his head, that's an invitation to to talk about his his waifus and 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 how Pete. I hate it, I hate weeds, dude. I, I I I I was just standing there. I was like. I'm too online to like participate in this conversation because I understand everything he's saying, but it is like the most annoying experience to like be talking about it in real. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, he was like, yeah, my, my two favorite anime are Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man. And I was like, yeah, I like, I like Chainsaw Man. I I'm, I'm caught up on the manga. And, and he he was like, "Oh, dude i I think Makima is so no. overrated. I hate Makima likers, dude. I hate them so much. She's not even the best waifu. Power's the best waifu." And I was like, "I was like, dude, what, what are we doing? I I just want you to like. He he like had the slip with like my waiting number on it, and he was just like waving his arms around, like talking about how much he likes Power. And like, Ugh. I get it, Power's a cool character,
0: but dude, I just want my slip. Just give me the slip." Oh my! I'm not here to. Oh my! I'm not here to engage you in a conversation about which anime characters I find the most sexually attractive. I'm sorry, I didn't sign up for this. Why do you? Oh my god! I. Okay, <laughs> continue. Continue.
1: Bad experience. And th- th- this this conversation went on for maybe like seven minutes, which is no. like way too long for like a Tor-
0: torturous eternity. <laughs>
1: I as soon as he stopped. He didn't tell me, like, anything about, like, the trade-in experience, by the way. Like, he saw my shirt, started, like, typing and, like, telling me all this stuff,
0: and then he... Every word that came out of his mouth was, like, irrelevant to the actual thing that was happening.
1: Yeah, and, and then he gives me the slit, and then he just walks away. He didn't tell me anything. <laughs> he just gave me the slit. I had to text my friend who, like, trades in a bunch of stuff at that store all the time. I was like, dude, are they going to, like, text me when it's done? And, dude, do, do, what, what, what are we doing? And so I had to be informed by a non-employee about the thing that I'm, I'm here for. And I just wandered around this store for like 40 minutes.
0: Just completely stunlocked locked by the experience. Yeah,
1: I, I really, I really didn't know what to do with myself. Uh, but, but then finally after 40 minutes, I get the text that's like, Hey, your, your stuff's done. Uh, turns out my, my video games were valued at $30 cash or $60 in-store credit. Uh, Obviously I took the in-store credit because I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got some stuff. I got I I I got the the Kingdom Hearts Ultimania, the story before Kingdom oh. Hearts 3. Yeah, I I saw it. It was Let's go. it was $18. I was like, damn, let me let me get that. Uh, and then and then I got a Godzilla plushie. Uh it's very cute. It's odd uh, it's it, it's a U2's. I kinda don't like U twos as a as a brand. Uh but the Godzilla is really cute. And, and I like it a lot. And that was 30. I didn't know
0: that. That was 30. I did not know the Godzilla was a YouTuber.
1: Yeah, I'm very confused about what U2's as a brand has become because I thought they just did YouTubers, but th- they do like memes and also just random partnerships now. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know. Very very confusing brand identity. Uh and then I got a twenty dollar. I don't even know what to call this. Framed wood, I guess. It's it's like the the poster for Shin Godzilla printed on wood, and it, like wood carving. It, no, it's not wood carving. Like it's like printed on there. Like I guess in the same way that like you would print something on a shirt. Uh, but it's on it's on wood. Uh, yeah, it's just printed on there, and, and that was, I guess, that was twenty dollars.
0: I guess simplifies the display process.
1: Yeah uh and that that was my haul from the store that that turned out to be like 70 something dollars so i had to pay a little extra but that's what i did today
0: <laughs> awesome i <laughs> the the random uh we the random we encounter experience always fun uh that reminds me like I, um, so like when I play like, uh, Yu Gi Oh!, right? Like, I, uh, the math that I use, um, uh, the math that I usually use is, uh, from Kill a Kill, uh, which is like one of my favorite anime mm-hmm. from like, it's like one of my, like, biggest, like, guilty pleasures. Like, I liked that when I was a teenager, and it's like, it's a great show that has a lot wrong with it. I'm sure anybody who's watched it would probably agree, uh, hopefully. Uh, don't look at me too weird um but the mat i have is of the the main character in like her normal outfit which is like it's a very tasteful mat like it's very i think it's a very nice looking mat uh, if you follow me on twitter you've probably seen it um but like i get so like whenever i take it to like a big event um i get a lot of like people that i just don't want to talk to coming up to me and like acting like it's an invitation to talk about like which girls i think are the hottest um, or like, you know, like oh, like, uh, what have you like? Oh, I have this map where like she's in like the the more revealing outfit. I'm just like, I don't want. Wh- why did you come to talk? Like, what gave you the impression that I wanted to to have this conversation with a stranger?
1: I yeah, <laughs> on on like on like some level, I I understand the compulsion to like if you see mm-hmm. someone. It, with 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 something related to something that you're into and like you don't typically get to talk about it with people like hundred percent. I, I, I get that. Like like I like I remember when I was at college I I, I saw someone walking and, and and they were wearing like the old homestuck uh God tier hoodie. Uh the, the the old really good ones. And mm-hmm. it, it took everything within me not to approach them. Like I get it. But but like it if I did approach them I wouldn't like start spouting like how much I love Riska. Like, it, it, it like. Ta- it's weird. Like, like, you can talk about the thing, but once you, like, start talking about, like, who your waifus are and, 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 and all that, it's, it, it's, it's a little weird. <laughs> I,
0: I, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, if I was, like, out in public wearing, like, my Homestuck shirt, um, I would probably, like, be happy to talk about it with any, with, if somebody, like, came up to me and, like, started asking me, like, hey, like, you sort of, like, tied me a Homestuck, I would probably be surprised, but, like. yeah. I don't think I would mind that conversation, uh, like, it's, it's just a totally different thing when someone, like, comes up to you and is like, dude, I think that girl is so hot, it's like, thanks, cool, great, I'm, I'm glad to know, I'm glad, I'm glad that you feel that way, (laughs) all right, all right, um, anything else, anything else going on, uh, we're seventeen. We're, we, 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 we've been we've been over seventeen minutes. We we can talk about all the shit that's happened online. You want to talk about uh? what's talk about uh, the dream face reveal? I don't know. Did that happen this week? Uh,
1: I think that happened this week.
0: Let's talk about Homestuck.
1: Uh, speaking of of awkward weirdos, let's talk about Jane and
0: Jake. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Okay. Um. So uh, today uh, for our past request reading uh, we did. Volumes 11 and 12, which are, uh, Jane and Jake. Um, and, uh, there's something. There's something. So, uh, anything before we, uh, get into the recap? Let's, let's,
1: let's just hop on in.
0: Okay. Uh, with Jane, then. All right. So, um, this volume begins, uh, with an idyllic dream sequence, uh, in which all of our best friends are more or less peacefully coexisting. Um, Carcat and Dave are hanging out with Uh Therese and Vriska, uh, doing some theatrics. Um, Jade and Nepeta are sharing some uh some pies while Salks and Aridan fight over being weird to them. Um, and uh, Rosen can I interrogate Feferi on exactly how many tentacles uh Glibgald might have. Um, sadly, our dream can't last forever, and uh, our awakening is heralded by Gamzee appearing out of nowhere and being like now this is the true dream sister uh gender equality and that scares (laughs) us so bad we wake up (laughs) um we we awake in our our shitty little watchtower room um and uh we, we we pine for that oh so attainable but just so far off future where all of our poor teen friends can come together and be happy with one another um and we make ourselves pretty sad thinking about this. Uh, so, our mind wanders to John, and how we just haven't hung out with our OG friend in such in the longest time. Uh, so we decide to take a break from Alternia and zap back on over to Earth. And, uh, so we do. Um, we arrive in front of a familiar home, uh, and a familiar mailbox. Um, and, uh, we, we look around, uh, and we're like, oh, okay, uh, I see the little red flappy thing isn't raised. Um another day in the neighborhood the, the, the mailman must have forgotten to do that um now finding ourselves back in this situation we are once again overpowered by the urge to fuck with the mail uh so we have the choice of looking in the mailbox or not so uh acute uh, astute listeners um may already be clued in that uh, if we reach into this mailbox we get blown up because that's exactly what happens when we try to fuck with the mail uh if we don't then we see we notice, um, in the house in one of the windows in the house, uh, that we have that uh, a figure has noticed us and is coming downstairs. Um, shortly, uh, the door opens and we are greeted not by John, uh, but by Jane. Um, we zap away in surprise, uh, to watch her approach the mailbox from uh safety, and uh, we also notice G Cat is just there, and we uh, do a little uh retcon. We, we flux our retcon powers that G-Cat a little bit, and it, uh, it it disappears, never to be heard from again. Um, as Jane approaches the mailbox, uh, we are overpowered by instinct, uh, a memory for past life, and we get down Mrs. President her uh, right out of the way. Um, we zap her back into her room. Uh, so now in Jane's room, um, we see uh, out the window that the mailbox is blown up, and... Um, And uh, as we're getting our bearings, uh, Jane rises to her feet and interrogates us as to exactly who we are and what we're doing here. Um, As our mind mind races to come up with a satisfactory answer, uh, Jane puts two and two together, perhaps faultily, uh, looking at us and looking at her Problem Sleuth poster on on her wall. And she puts together somehow that we... Must be a fellow fan of a, of a media property, and she's like, oh, okay, well, always good to see another fan around. Um, and, uh, her introduction to us is she takes a copy of the poster out of nowhere and autographs it and hands it to us. So, quite the odd first impression that Jane is making. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sure, it's a, it, it, she means well by it, so we accept it. Um... As usual, uh we demonstrate our ability to zap around Canon to our new friend. Um for once, uh she is actually unimpressed. Uh Jane has been exposed to Crocker Corp transportalization technology for a while now. Uh people teleporting around is nothing out of the ordinary for her. Um So, let's see. Jane uh is more interested in what was going on with the mail bomb. Um we ask if anything special is supposed to arrive in the mail today, uh, perhaps a game of a, uh, in-progress nature. Um, and Jane says, no, actually, the Suburb Alpha is supposed to arrive next week. Um, this is, a this is just a random occurrence. Um, not unlike the one that happened last week. Uh, apparently getting mail bombs is a weekly occurrence in the Crocker household. Um... Jane floats the idea that she is probably being targeted, uh, due to her status as the heiress to a multi-billion dollar, uh, baked goods empire. Um, and we're like, huh, no shit. That, that, that would probably do it. That would probably do it. Um, so, she talks about the, her home situation a little bit. Uh, apparently Dad Crocker is quite concerned about the well-being of his daughter, uh, understandably so. But Jane is a little bit too headstrong to see the immediate danger, uh, or she doesn't think that it's a big deal. Um, and, uh, she insists that she can handle herself in the face of imminent death, which is ironic, considering that we just saved her from one of those. Uh, so thinking to ourselves, Jane's situation reminds us of a fairy a lot, uh, for obvious reasons. Um, and, uh, this kind of sobers us up and takes her mind back to Alternia. Uh, so we sit there in a bit of awkward silence for a second, um, and, uh, Jane breaks it, and, uh, is like well, you are kind of still in my house, so we agreed to be seen. We agreed to be shown to the door. Um, on the way out, uh, we ask if somebody named John used to live here. Uh, we start putting pieces together, and we assume that uh, we must have just time traveled uh, to the wrong place, or we must have been in the wrong place but in the wrong time. So we ask Jane, uh, hey, has anyone named John ever lived here? Um, she is uh quite excited at this mention, um, because that is in fact her pop pop's name. Uh, and she shows us to the. Stuffed carcass of Pop Pop. Um, we spin a tall tale tour as we want to do about how we met him during his performing days when the, I guess when the circus was in town. um And Jane insists, "Well, if you are a friend of Pop Pop's, then I can't just like kick you out already. Uh, do you want to hang out?" Um, and we're like, "Yeah, okay." So our two options are either to do some self care, do a little baking. Uh, or to get to the bottom of the mystery of Jane's uh, mail bombs. So if we decide to uh, if we decide to investigate the mystery, um we uh, are like, well, uh, let's see if we can figure out anything about this ma- the the mail bombs are being received. you' whoever is trying to make attempts on your life. Um, Jane's like, what do you mean? Uh, we're like, well, since this is a pretty mysterious thing well why don't i use my powers to uh what is the what i forget what the exact wording is the msp reader proposes but it's like why don't we uh create a witness of our own jane thinks that this means uh like bribing somebody um and immediately is like well we could do that uh and we are hastily like no 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 uh we have time travel and we demonstrate this to her by grabbing her and taking her back a couple hours to before the part uh the package was delivered um, Jane, uh, is quite impressed by this time travel maneuver, and she goes and starts texting Roxy about it, um, in a conversation that kind of mirrors the John and Dave conversation from the John volume of Pester Request. Uh, but unlike, uh, Dave, Roxy hears some of the details about us, uh, we're mysterious, we, uh, have a deep passion for mail. uh, we're making up a lot of esoteric mail BS, and she's like, well, must be a real mailman." Um, and, uh, assuages Jane's fears. So, before long, the mail truck arrives, and us and Jane concoct a plan to, uh, grab the mailman and interrogate them, uh, as to find out where the origins of the package. So, we lie in wait, uh, the mail truck comes, and we do exactly that. Uh, Jane conducts a quite convincing, uh, gangster-style interrogation of the mailman, and we learn, uh, not much, we do learn the critical detail that the package, uh, the unmarked package delivered to the Crocker residence, um, was, did in fact bear the Crocker Corp branding. Uh, this shakes Jane up quite a bit, um, and she starts texting Roxy about it. Um, she is a little bit unstable in her emotional state, and, uh, lashes out at Roxy for, uh being like, well, you guys must be happy you were right, uh, you were telling me that my company is evil and they were trying to kill me, and yada 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 um, and Roxy's like, no 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 no. Like, uh, Roxy's a good supportive friend here, um, and she's like that kind of sings a little bit, but like no, Um, I'm glad that you've realized this yourself uh, and we, it, it, none of this was about uh, putting you down, we just care about your safety and we're, we're glad that you're okay or, like you realize this now Um, so Jane kind of gets some wind back in her sails, and she she starts rolling with it a bit more, and she's like, well, now that I know, uh, no more Crocker Corp shit. Um, no more games. No more of the game that we were all going to play. Uh, no more Suburb. It's another Crocker Corp plan. Uh, don't want any of that shit. And Roxy is, uh, Roxy kind of pumps the brakes here a little bit. Roxy's enthusiasm dies down. Um, she's like, well, uh, great, uh, I'll, I, I, you've got my support a hundred percent. Um, and then Jane hangs up and is like, all right, well, thanks for your help, uh, Mr. MSP reader, but I've got to go avert an existential crisis. And she walks off to go and avert an existential crisis. Um, let's see. If we, Decide to, instead of investigating the male, uh, mystery, we decide to go and practice some self-care. Um, we instead, uh, go and bake a cake with Jane. Um, Jane, uh, commandeers the process quite quickly, uh, and is instructed by her magic crocker corp, uh, batter wand spoon thing. Um, so... We are immediately kind of pushed out of the activity, uh, but you know that's fine. Cooking is a pain in the ass anyway, um, and we we watch her work and we note the odd, uh, some of the odd verbiage that the batter wand uses when instructing to you know whisk the eggs, obey cease reproduction, uh, all that. Oh, you know, normal, no- normal, normal recipe stuff. Yeah. Um. Midway through, uh. Jane gets a text from Jake, uh, and it's like, okay, I have to take this, um, uh, you handle it, and she hands off the uh, the spoon to us, and again, in typical MSP reader fashion, uh, we just completely uh, bungle it. Um, nightmare scenario, uh, never before is there going to cake this fucked up. So, we do that, um, Jane comes back and is very understanding and kind and is like well you know you try to make the best of that situation your best might not have been great but that's okay it's very understandable and this happens to the best of us um why don't we take a valuable lesson here cut our losses and start over um and then it fakes you out a good ending and so there's there's a fake-out good ending screen where uh, you're like, all right, we're cutting a loss, we're starting over, it's going to be great. And if you cl- keep going, um the next thing that happened, there's a, it goes back to the regular like ex- dialogue, and Jane is like, here, why don't you take my tiara top, and uh, you can get the recipe off of there while I use the spoon. Um, so we put on t- the tiara top, uh, it takes over our brain, um, and there's a, a very spooky POV sequence where we become the condessa's new weapon uh to be used in her designs and it ends on a very ominous menacing note. Um
1: damn that was and...
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh a, a lot a lot going on here. Uh what what did you think of the Jane route?
1: Um I'm going to be honest. Sure. I still find Jane a little boring. <laughs>
0: Yeah. just a little a little a little i don't know i uh i liked this more than i thought i would um i went in with pretty low expectations i think because you know yeah. jane yeah uh sorry to the jane likers um but i don't know I, I thought that uh this did a. I th- I think this characterized her uh pretty well uh I, I think that this characterization of her works together well with, like, the original comic and the epilogues. I think this is a good mid, like, compromise between OG Jane and, like, evil CEO Jane. Yeah. Because there's a lot in here that's, like, um, you know, a lot of habits that are, like, obviously that she is picked up, like, from growing up in, this, in her circumstances, um like there's a there's a jab where uh, at the end of the the good route where uh she's like I don't know how I could possibly repay you and we think to ourselves well you do seem to be quite affluent but let's let's work on the French before we make that comment um there's like her kind of rudeness and dismissiveness or like tendency to commandeer the conversation when talking to Roxy um and like but at the same time, like, I-, I felt like there was a lot of there that was just, like, relatable to to me having been kind of an asshole teenager um, that made me, like, not quite be able... that maybe like, relate to her a little bit. Um, when she blows up at Roxy, um, and she's, like, uh, kind of make it all about herself, I I kind of related to that having been a shithead teenager uh, yeah. who wasn't very good at communicating with people. Yeah. Um... So, like, I don't know. I, I think this is, like, a good kind of human portrayal of of Jane. Uh, but I don't think that it, it made her, like, that much more interesting overall. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that.
0: Um... I do, I do, like... <laughs> I... So, when I was reading this, um, I read through the Bad End, uh... Once, and then I just went back to the main menu without clicking again, so I didn't see that it was a bad ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I liked this route a lot more when that was the case uh because I kind of liked like the gimmick of like you know, there's the two good ends, and the one of them is like uh a, a bit more simplistic, like m- there's a moral takeaway to it, yeah, um. And you know, it's 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 a little junk foodie. Uh but I, I I think that the the bit it's like well sometimes you just gotta try like stop trying to make things better and like well sometimes you have to like cut your loss and start over. Like I feel like that's not a bad thing to include as like part of like MSPR's character arc. Mm-hmm. Um and I still I still appreciate it being there. Uh but the <laughs> <laughs> the uh it, it turning into the uh like insane horror ending took me really off guard.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I don't I don't really know how uh. to feel about that bad ending, because like on on one hand, I like the I like the concept. Fuck, fucked up an evil MSPA reader. Uh-huh. Um but on the other hand in, in like the grand scheme of things uh ca- character with canon altering powers suddenly being in control of the condos feels like a like too powerful of a of a thing to introduce here <laughs> cuz it feels like it would have implications like it's what, what what is the what is the power scaling here because like What's, what's what's stopping this mspa reader from going back and like i don't know like fucking shit up like i don't know it's i feel like it, it, it's one of those things where like if you start to think about it, it, it everything can start unraveling pretty fast
0: uh a condensed controlled msp reader versus uh lord english full power uh no felt <laughs> uh who who winning who's winning yeah, no, I, I think I, I think I hear what you're saying. Um, I, I think it's a fun hypothetical. Um, but like, it does kind of raise this like thing of, um, MSP Raider is like so stupid. <laughs> um, like it, I love them. I, I, I've, I've come to really love them over time. But like, they are a dumbass. Oh yeah. And it, it, it feels a little bit like reading this joke, it's like. Wait, why hasn't this actually happened though? Um, and the only satisfactory answer in my head is like, well, there's some other some some greater design going on. Um, yeah. But uh, and I can only hope that that is the case because it otherwise it's like, wait, why? Like, I don't know. Like, I guess it's kind of a dumb question to ask sort of like, why isn't the easy thing to happen? But, Like, it. This this feels like a very uh, obvious like. Um, if we want to take seriously the notion of, like, MS Pre-Reader, like, walking around being this insane, uh, overpowered, canon-altering, uh, idiot, like, it, 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 it beggars belief a little bit that no one has, um, like, manipulated them and used that for evil. Yeah. Uh, besides taking the the bad ending, the joke ending too seriously, um, any, anything else from us here? Uh... I don't know, um... The... The, like, ending where... Where Jane walks away, um... Is... I feel so bad for Roxy. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Roxy one of these.
1: The Roxy one's good.
0: (laughs) I forgot about, like, this dynamic... I forgot about the... The whole dynamic of, like, um... Roxy, like, the... The game being this really important thing for Roxy in the moment here. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah and and I like I like this a lot. Uh I think it's kind of interesting how um it, it seems like uh especially for like versus Jake uh, with his home situation and we're going to discuss in a minute. Um I think like the being on the ground level here like really puts the contrast between like Jane growing up like wealthy but also more importantly like on a mainland continent with like a family member mm-hmm. um really cast it into sharp relief again the same way it did with like john versus the other kids yeah. with the beginning of pastor quest i like that a lot um yeah I, don't know. I feel like i feel like a lot of the good stuff that this route did was kind of like um just putting us into the shoot like putting us on that level with the alpha kids like we did with the beta kids before and being like okay this, will progress- this is like what we have to work with
1: yeah yeah i can see that um, yeah
0: Uh, any more, any more thoughts on, uh, teenage Jane and our, our conversation with her? Uh... No. Shout out to G-Cat. Shout out to G-Cat for showing up and then leaving.
1: Uh, I think there should have been more G-Cat in this. I don't know, I don't know what they would have done with G-Cat here, but I just think, I don't know, like a G-Cat sprite, like, just... Give me that.
0: <laughs> I think instead of, uh, instead of Jane handing us the tiara top, g should have just, uh, magicked it onto our heads because GCAT is evil.
1: I mean... The plot hole fixed. I mean, I mean, uh, the, the, the whole, like, thing that was going on on Alternia with, like, Terezi and Vriska, like, assembling their, their team... That that will almost mm-hmm. definitely go up against the Condes. Uh, the Condes is also the villain here on Alpha Earth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and we know that she. Well, w- once they got into the session, we knew that she was controlling G Cat.
0: Why would? Yeah, why would, we, yeah like w- actually, yeah, G Cat is evil. <laughs>
1: why? Why would she not be controlling G Cat here?
0: Mm-hmm. Like I. I think that we can assume that she is at this point. Yeah, I guess. Um, because like. I mean, we're we're taking all of our other like base assumptions for what's going on from what was happening in the comic at the moment, so like I I think that we can reasonably assume that as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. I I, I guess she kept being there. Yeah. We are. We we we've tipped off uh, some alert to the contest. I I imagine that like the entire time we're fucking around, like our presence is probably known to the powers that be in some capacity. Oh yeah. <laughs> like i have not been i have i've not been going around assuming that like oh we're we're under the radar um but yeah uh i i, I yeah. hopefully it it matters uh impactfully because we are getting very close to the end of past requests yeah um let's see uh move on to jake
1: let's talk about jake oh uh, okay our our, our, All our right. good friend Jake
0: our our golden boy, our our favorite. Um so, uh Jake's route uh twelve. Chapter twelve of Past Your Quest. Uh, volume Volume 12, that's volume twelve. Um so Jake's. Jake we're Jake's Island, we're on Jake's Island. Uh we got a tip from Jane about potential new friends we can make. Um 've we've, uh, we've learned our lesson uh, from some of our alternating exploits um, and we've we've gone with the, the vaguest of suggestions we're not Ro visiting strider we're not visiting Roxy we're going with our good old normal amicable pal Jake um but uh, unfortunately uh, as we find Jake's island is proving pretty hostile to our continued existence um as we open in this volume uh pre reader is being pursued by a like uh Bicyclops, I think they were called in the comic at one point. Uh loses. Um we're being pursued to the jungle, uh, and we are uh completely powerless to deal with the situation until we are unexpectedly saved by Dirk's Brobot. Um around on the scene out of nowhere, uh and it swiftly dispatches our assailant. So uh shortly after the Brobot saves us from the wild Lucis, uh, Jake, uh, shows up on the scene, and before we can greet him, um, he starts fighting with Robot, and Robot just starts, just starts kicking his ass. It's pathetic, it's, it's honestly not fun to watch, um, it, just, just a little bit sad. Uh, so, we use our retcon powers to yank Jake out of his tussle and back to his house with us. Um... So yeah, uh, once we're at Jake's place, uh, we greet him. Um, Jake is unsurprised to meet us. Uh, he already heard the, the, uh, the mailman is around, uh, from Jane. Um, and, uh, so yeah, we, we, we meet Jake. Uh, Jake introduces himself, um, uh, talks a little bit about the island he lives on, uh, how it's filled with beasts, uh, how it's really scary, um, how he doesn't like to go outside except when he has to. Um and how great it all is. It's 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 great. It's it's all it's all great. Uh so we, having just spent most of our time in Alternia in this story, uh misinterpret his home situation, and we mistakenly think that all the beasts in the island uh must be some giant family of Luci who Jake is who who are family to Jake. Um Apparently this is not the case, unfortunately. Um so, uh, Jake's so yeah, Jake informs of the truth. Uh he has no family except for his dead grandmother. Um but uh he he shrugs it off and he puts he puts his sunny smile back on. Um uh, so we the conversation topic turns to the robot. Um so we learn uh that One of Jake's friends built a robot for him, uh, that it has a novice mode that Jake could hypothetically turn on to make it a little bit less intensely murderous towards him. Uh, But he doesn't remember how to, and he's scared to ask Strider how, because he might be disappointed with him, and that could lead to him, you know... It, 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 that would get lead to him uh being angry or uh abandoning him yeah um so we're getting we're 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 learning some interesting details about jake's home about uh jake's friends and family here um t- 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 uh so jake uh as Brobot is like downstairs hammering on the door uh jake is like well why don't you see you have this teleportation ability why don't we uh take refuge somewhere else and so we're like okay anywhere else uh we brainstorm uh jane probably not a good idea um jane seems very emotionally invested in jake let's say from our conversation with her uh when she was baking the cake um and we just don't think it would be right to like put jane in that position um or to insert ourselves in that position so jane is out of the question um Roxy,, uh, Jake says is probably sloshed already, but you know, it's fine. She seems to have a good time with it, even though our even even though she's a teenager and she's getting day dr- violently day drunk, you know, she's she's good with it. Jake insists that we shouldn't worry about Roxy. But um, as for Dirk,, uh, Dirk is out of the question in the first place. So we're sitting here. Uh, we've just learned about how Jake has the Jake lives on a deserted island full of murderous animals. Um, he would uh would rather stay inside and watch movies all day than actually go out and explore the ruins like he claims he would love to. Um, all of his friends are either perfectly dysfunctional, uh, really really romantically invested in him, or really weirdly abusive. So we this this guy this. He's uh, He's got some issues. He's got some issues, we
1: He's having a tough time.
0: Yeah. So, MS Reader uh, reaches their limit and uh, speaks up, letting Jake know that his relationships are deeply unhealthy and his living situation is just terrible, uh, no matter what he tells himself. Um, and we're like, listen, Jake, you have got to come with a, you've got to find some way to make, to, like, improve your situation besides just pretending that it's all okay. This is just not any way to live. Um, surprisingly, uh, Jake acquiesces immediately. Um, and he's like, well, uh, you're right. Um, I, I suppose that I probably should stand up and, uh, try to do the right thing and, you know, make things a little bit better around here in reference to, uh, his, his friend group um and uh he's like well uh now that I've made the decision uh can you please help me kind stranger which is you know what I I've given him the the points for having the bravery to ask yeah <laughs> um so our choice here is uh, whether we agree or not um and and what a choice it is so let's say we choose to agree um if we choose to agree, uh, we are like okay, Jake. I know just the person who can help a a sad loser like yourself build confidence in a in a healthy way. And so we take him to Vriska. <laughs> and so we take him to Vriska. <laughs> this um, <is> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So. Uh, yeah, so we zap, uh, we t- we zap Jake along with us to, uh, the Alternian beachside where we-, we first met Friska, um, where she is waiting for a shipment of explosives from aradan uh, for her Antifa stuff. Uh, so we introduce Jake to, uh, Jake to Vriska. Uh, um, Jake is, uh, at first glance, uh, smitten, uh, keen-eyed readers will recall that Jake has a, a blue lady thing, um. This was one of his three personality traits when first introduced, uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, Jake is initially a little bit um like oh wow oh my, oh my god hello, uh, but is is managed to be relatively normal pretty quickly, um. So, we introduce them and it starts out okay, and Vriska is initially uh, thrilled uh, that we have brought her fresh meat um and things kind of rapidly sour as we as it becomes clear that vriska is actually maybe not the the best person to uh to help jake develop his self-esteem she's mean um she puts him down uh she's like this guy's even worse than this guy's even like more pathetic than tafros um jake is uh, Jake, for once, is actually wounded enough to t- stand up for himself and be like, "Hey, that's kind of messed up. I should, I should fight you for that." Um, we step in to try to meet the conversation, and we're like, "Listen, Vriska, uh, why don't we calm down here? You wouldn't want to lose control and have the same thing that, like, you wouldn't want to fight Jake and have the same thing that happened to Tavros happen." Um, this is a horrible mistake. Uh, Vriska turns to us and is like, "Oh, you thought that, uh." me and Tavros were fighting, um, no, and she explains from her perspective, like, no, that was the, this is, like, the only thing I could do for Tavros, like, to toughen him up for what the planet was going to do to him. Um, she gives, she gives the, the Vriska's perspective tough love thing. The, The, the one, the one thing that is wrong with Vriska, right? Uh, and it, so, we manage to calm her down, um, and she ends up storming off, uh, just, uh, just, uh, the conversation fizzles out, and Vriska, not wanting to, I guess, put herself, uh, lower herself further in our, uh, eyes, um, decides to back off, uh, so, we turn to Jake, and, okay, oh, sorry, uh, important thing in the conversation, um, so Jake, uh, Manages to kind of work up the... He, he works it up to stand, stand up for himself. Um, and when he stands up for himself, what he says to her is like, all you're doing is making uh, a scared and sad person more scared and sad when you're being like mean to them like this. Uh, it's not helping. Um, Actually, I don't want to be your friend very much. And we get the impression that Jake is maybe not talking exclusively to Vriska here in his head. So, uh, Riska storms off. Um, and we, we turned to Jake, uh, to, to apologize and to try to work on the situation. Um, so we're like, Hey, that last bit there about, uh, putting pressure on people who are already feeling a lot of pressure and not making anyone's situation better. That sounded a little like, is, is there anything going on that you'd like to talk about? Basically. Yeah. Um, and Jake kind of like, he, he cleans up a little bit. Um, he's like, I don't want to talk about that. Um, and he's like, truthfully, uh, when I thought that you were going, when I thought that you are offered to make things better, uh, I thought that you were going to resolve how all my friends want to bang me. Um, so, we're, so we, MS Pre-Reader, are sitting here, uh, heads spinning as, like, just the, the onion layers come off, and there's just more and more every time. Um, so we're like, oh, okay. So now you feel like all of your friends, uh, are attracted to you. Um, what do you, what, what are, what are you, what do you think about that? What are you going to do about that? And Jake responds, uh, I don't know. I figure that whoever, uh, whoever wants to marry me first, uh, or whoever wants to be with me first, I'll just do whatever they want. Um, which is again, just a, f- a fantastic response that you love to hear from somebody. Um, so we press forward on this and we're like, so you, so, so we learn that, uh, Jake feels that all of his friends are attracted to him. Um, he says that he doesn't feel the same way about any of them and that he isn't sure that he feel he is capable of feeling that way at all. Um, but he cares enough about his friends that he wouldn't want to say no to them. Um, damn. And so we, we go through one by one. We walk through. like If Jane came to you and was like, Hey, uh, let's be a thing. Um, he's like, well, Jane is a wonderful young woman. I would, uh, Of course I would never turn her down. And we're like, what about Roxy? And he's like, Roxy is also uh, a fine young woman. Uh, I would never turn her down. And we're like, what about Dirk? And he's like, Dirk's my best friend. I would never turn him down. Um, and this is about as far as we managed to get with him. Uh, we are like... Don't you see uh, what's wrong with that? Like, don't you see how messed up it is that you're just going to let people walk over you? Um, And he's like, well, uh, you've been saying all this stuff about how I should be self-determining and how I should make a decision for myself. I just don't think I can do that. Um, And uh, that's basically as far as we can get him. Uh, We curse ourselves for not being able to fix him. Uh, We walk around in circles. um, But ultimately, we have to take the L. And we ended with a very frustrating bad ending where we tried and failed. Um, Now, if we choose uh, not to help, um, if we choose to, when he asks us, can you help me out here, Uh, say no, um, we feel like shit. Uh, That is the other option. Um, For once, uh, we take this one off and we tell him that, you know, I would prefer not to in this instance. I've been doing a lot of this stuff. Just don't have the energy for it right now. Jake is upsettingly happy at hearing this. Uh, it it is is just heartbreaking to see him be like, "Oh, awesome! Well, let's let's do so, let's do something. Anything else? Um, let's not consider any underlying issues with me and my friend group." Um, so we're like, "Okay, that's terrible." Is there anywhere that you want us to teleport you to? Uh, any, anything that we can do just to do the bare minimum bog and amount for this route? Um, and he's like, yeah, I have, a, I have a pen pal, dead grandma, alternate universe, uh, dead grandma that I would like to talk to. Can you do that? And we're like, yeah, sure, we can hang out with Jade. Um, so we we hang out with Jade. We zap over to Jade's. Um, on the way over there, our first zap goes wrong, and we land in the half-Hartley mansion from Swap. Act one. Oh. It's a cool, it's a cool occurrence. It's interesting that the interesting that it had happened. Um, we try again, and we do end up successfully uh, at Jade's place, um, in the correct universe, in the correct timeline, in the correct time. Um, we arrive there at gunpoint. Unfortunately, uh, Jade is. Uh, we're like, it's just me uh, and Jade, who is clearly very freaked out at this point he's like i know it's you can you just stop uh interfering with shit um so this is kind of an unexpected uh surprise um jade is scared uh jade uh is freaked out from last time when you took her to the pettus planet or to alternia Pettus planet alternia um is uh and uh is like hey you should consider the consequences of like what's going on because like you're just coming into our lives messing with some stuff and then like you're out of there and we have to deal with whatever happens here. Um so yeah, it's a little jarring. Uh the situation calms down a little bit when uh she recognizes Jake. Um so they uh immediately uh share like a little bonding thing that we're not entirely uh, privy to. Um again, uh, MSP reader growing doing some character development, and not uh, intruding on every little bit of other characters' lives. Um, but yeah, uh, Jade and Jake share a little bit of banter. Um, they settle on an activity, uh, which is that uh, Jake would love to do some cosplay, and Jake would love to specifically cosplay Lara Croft, uh, just because he, he respects her and loves her in his advent, as an adventurer. Um, Jade is like, well, you know, I would love to do some Manthro Chaps cosplay, Uh, and she turns to us, uh, forgiving us, like, hey, sorry, I freaked out, I was scared because of, uh, being taken to Alternia last time, um, if you want to hang out with us, you can hang out with us. Uh, and so we, uh, we get our, uh, we get a Marvis cosplay, and we get a very, uh, low, low nutritional value ending where we all get to be happy and talk about none of what the fuck is wrong with Jake.
1: Yay!
0: (laughs) All right um okay the 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 two bad endings route what do we think of it oh um, I guess it's a, a bad I guess it's a it's presented as a good ending but like it's come on it's a shitty ending
1: <laughs> it's the one that gets you the achievement so it's obviously the good ending true um I this feels bad it it feels bad and like yeah it's that way on purpose yeah but i i kind of like it because mm-hmm. uh at, at the very core of this volume it is very much jake <laughs> like yes jake is the character where it would play out this way always yes um yes. and that that is why i like it uh i it 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 I, I, I particularly like the volumes where a character is just foundationally resistant to MSPA readers usual way of befriending people. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a nice mix up and it, 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 it just works well. Um I Frisco <laughs> was here and that was it was it was bad, but it was it was it
0: what do you mean, What do you think of the what do you think of the the Vriska uh, the Vriska content?
1: Um, I I mean, if 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 you if you told me like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let Vriska fix Jake, and it's at this point in both of their lives, uh, like, I I I would immediately form an idea of, of what actually happens as it, as it played out in the volume. But like on another level, uh, Vriska's had a little bit of progress and the way she's presented here, it feels like she hasn't made that much progress at all. Uh, she, she, she found a new Tavros. Like that's, that's what it's presented as. She found a new Tavros. If we, if we, if, if we left her along with him, she would probably fuck him up. (laughs)
0: I mean, like, Vriska has made progress, but, like, I uh, I don't think we've actually made a lot of progress. I don't think that, like, we've made a lot of progress, Vriska, on, like, uh, what made her treat Tavros so poorly. Yeah. Um, Because the last we saw of her was, like, it... No, 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 no. It wasn't... We've seen her since, but, like, there was, after Vriska's route, like, her intruding in Tavros' route, and her still, like... Even though she's had her revel- revelatory moment where she's like, I'm gonna be good now, she's still shitty to him and she still believes all the crap about, yeah. like, uh, this is what you have to do to people like- This, is like, you have to toughen people up. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I feel like that would have been- th- this- this bad ending, uh, even though it's a bad ending, I feel like it would have been a good place to, like, confront that, but it really doesn't, uh, on, on mm-hmm. risk end, because- because we're in the Jake
0: route, we have to- we
1: have to to do to do the Jake bad end, which means it's not going to be a good time for Vriska.
0: Oh my God, we have to. We, yeah, we have to spend time on other characters. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> and and that leaves me a little bit disappointed because y- you know this P- Pester Quest has been way more continuity based, I guess would be be the way to put it compared to Friend Sim. Because yeah. like it it it's very much establishing a, a narrative and, you know, Vriska and Teresia are doing their thing. So like, I don't know. I, I, I would have liked, I, I would have liked the good end to actually be the good end <laughs> instead of being the bad end. Uh, but MSPA reader was actually, you, you know, r- rightfully frustrated by it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the writer, could have done something a little bit different with vriska uh i
0: yeah i i agree um although i it all it, it, it's not, it's not vriska's route
1: it's, so. it's not vriska's route but like at the same time we, we've established that vriska's kind of at a place where she can make changes but she she, she just uh, they don't do anything with it here uh
0: mm-hmm. I, I kind of question if like uh or like like I almost wonder if, like, um, if Riska was, like, already, like, better on, like, the way that she, uh, deals with, like, people she perceives as weak. Um, almost, like, that would be, like, such, like, a 180 turnaround that I'm not sure if I would... I I feel like I might actually take issue if, like, Vriska was, like, completely fixed on all fronts before Pastor Quest played out. Yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I... (sighs) As As far as the
1: good end... Uh, though, I, 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 I do like that one because, uh, in, in Homestuck proper and in the epilogues, I, I, I feel like Jade and Jake never really got like a proper moment because like they were pen pals. Like that was the big thing in, in act five
0: or it was, we saw, I think we see Jake's handwriting in like act four. Yeah it like matter Yeah,
1: like that was that was the connection point to the alpha universe to like prep us for it. And uh-huh. when they meet for the first time, it, isn't it when uh Jade goes uh Grimbark? Like that's when they meet for the first time? And it,
0: it's honest to god I could not tell you. I I
1: can't remember right now. Uh I just remember that like there, there wasn't any really payoff to them being pen pals and, like, them being family. Like... Uh-huh. Like, you know, other characters got their moments, but I feel like in terms of, like, the... the There's not really a unified last name for them, because everybody says Strylons, but...
0: The, the Harleys? The, I don't know. The, yeah. Uh, it works.
1: Because, c- c- you know, Jane and John also never really got a moment in... Mm-hmm. in homestuck proper uh but but this the good ending i feel is like deserved like <laughs> i i i really appreciate it. it 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 it's it's serving on something that was kind of we, we were kind of missing
0: mm-hmm. yeah it it's cute um yeah i think that a lot of like that in the comic might have been also a function of how like how little that jade is a character yeah late in the comic (laughs) um unfortunately uh i i feel like uh late homestuck like jake is more of a character than jade is at points which is unfortunate yeah um
1: uh i also i also really like jade's whole thing about like mspa reader coming into everyone's lives and then disappearing and not really being there Mm -hmm. for the fallout of like making these changes it's a really good point
0: yeah, really, kind of calling attention how we're actually not that great of a friend to most of these people. Yeah, um, like in in Friendsim, like I I recall a lot of dialogue that like inferred or implied that uh we spend a lot of time between volumes like hanging out with people. Yeah, um, and like there's a I think there's been a small amount of that in Pastor Quest, but most of Pastor Quest is like very, has been very uh the routes start like oh, we left our last friend's house with this lead yeah um or we are in this situation and we connect it back to wherever we were last like through something in uh mental dialogue like in uh, mystery reader's train of thought um yeah in in pest request uh not having a lot like it, jade i I do like that Jade here is basically calling attention to like yeah we have. Like hung out once with most of these people, um, and for some of them, like we've visited unannounced often with guests uh or like visited unannounced to take them to an alien planet or some such um and yeah, it I think it is worth pointing out that like we're we're not really the the best friend a lot of the time, yeah um, i I do think that yeah. that
1: difference is interesting because from from like a meta aspect uh friend sim was pitched to us as getting to know like the these side characters from a game that wasn't out yet but
0: mm-hmm.
1: pester quest was pitched while, while being the sequel to that as getting to revisit characters at a point where we didn't really get to see them in in homestuck Mm-hmm. And I, I I do think it's a little bit interesting. I I, I wonder if they did that on purpose. I, I I'm not really sure. I don't know. Like it
0: could uh, be like like that um, that the pest request is like not necessarily marketed explicitly as like, oh, we're 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 getting to know these people, not like making friends with them. You mean?
1: C- kind of, because like in 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 Friend Sim, it was like oh who are we going to be friends with next in uh-huh. in in pester quest it's more which character do we the readers that we already know which one are we going to see next it's
0: it's it's, yeah. it's it's
1: more like a conveyor belt of like expectations ra- uh-huh. rather than like meeting a new character who doesn't have anything established and like getting to know them
0: yeah yeah we're not getting blitzed with surprises anymore. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think the interesting also is like uh on this tangent is like, um throughout like Friend Sim MS Reader is like pretty jazzed to make new friends, uh but like the last like two or three of these Pester Quest readings like every volume has opened with MS Reader like miserable and depressed <laughs> of being like, I all of these I can't help any of these people. This sucks. Um, yeah, (laughs) on the subject of, like, uh, on the subject of, like, not being able to help people, um, yeah, I, I feel so bad for Jake. Every new piece of Homestuck official media is just the, the make-me-feel-bad-for-Jake hour. Um, like, the... The, like, his complete, un, like, the thing with Jake that makes him different difference, like, he's just unwilling to cooperate with us. Like, he's very, uh, he's very enthusiastic to talk to us, but he's very reticent to actually, like, you know, give us anything that we can work with. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes him so frustrating, right? Uh, and the the really heart-wrenching thing about this is, like, all of the issues that we're going around are the issues that we know make his life miserable uh later in life in the epilogues, yeah um and it is just really sad to see like uh him acknowledge like all of these patterns um and like voice them in like a very coherent way uh without like uh without understanding that these things are going are uh, are bad, and the easy way out of like just rolling over and taking stuff is not going to. Uh... It's it's tragic knowing like that where that will lead him. Yeah. Um, and while he's like so uh, optimistic about like oh it'll it'll be fine. Like what's the worst thing that happen if I just choose not to make any decisions for my own for the rest of my life. Um, and yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> it it is just fucked up. It is it, Jake needs help. Yeah. Jake needs more help than we are capable of providing him.
1: As we, um, as we
0: always say, poor Jake. Poor fucking Jake. Good good Christ. I was actually I was like not really able to um I didn't really get like any like positive feelings out of the 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 good ending, quote unquote. Yeah. Um like I know that Jake and Jade is like a, a thing that we haven't really been we've really kind of been denied uh, payoff throughout the series, but the fact that it's just, like, put there as a, the plate, like, the plate that we get, that in the, 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 the route itself refers to it as, like, a a low nutritional value ending.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, It, I couldn't get past, like, like, oh, this is just painting over a real issue that we can't do anything about. Um, it's just like the, it just being like, uh, oh, what can we just kind of wrote do that we always do, um, that usually helps people, uh, just being like a pain over here so we can avoid talking about any of Jake's actual issues that are going to manifest in his character later down, like they're going to fuck him up later down the line. Like it, the whole thing just felt awful to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I think I think it's like that on purpose.
0: It, it is like that, uh, but like I, the the whole like Jade and Jake thing, like I, I, I couldn't get much. I didn't get much Okay, out of okay, it. I, okay. All I could think about was like, oh well, this fucking. I, sucks.
1: I I get what you're saying. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Um. Good on good on Jake for the shorts, I guess. Uh, good on us for the the Marvis cosplay. I'm getting the night the the name right, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, Marvis. Yeah, that's Marvis. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Hard, hard hard one to forget. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to say about the Marvis cosplay, but uh, we're getting to the end, and the Marvis route was uh, quite a trip. So uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as a sign of things to come. I suppose we're getting to, we're getting there. <sighs> Any, any more thoughts on uh on the on on these two? Um, any thoughts of them in relation to one another? I guess. Um, I because I haven't I haven't I didn't consider it much until this very moment. Figure to throw it out there before we wrap up.
1: Hmm. <sighs> I think I think I'm good.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I just didn't mention much time on the Jane route. There's a lot of stuff I glossed over in the Jane. Explanation because honestly, <laughs> because the Jake one is more interesting to me. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, like in the Jane one, she was uh, during the cake sequence, like when she got the text from Jake, like you know, she's flustered. Like, she, Jane is we're at the point in the story where like Jane has a big crush, everyone has a big crush on Jake, it's it's, it's the Jake thing, yeah. Um, I don't know if Alan has anything else I don't know if like left out that uh, I'm trying to think. Um, no, I, th- I think I think that's about it. Um anything any anything mysterious wanna say about the uh Harley Manor showing up or is that just a fun it scared me. <laughs> it it was it was a jump scare, it was like, oh shit, wait, wrong game. Okay. Um Yeah. Okay. Uh uh, you wanna wrap this one up then? I think, Got I, else more to say? I, I think
1: I think we can we can wrap it up
0: okay uh in that case uh before we go any further what are we reading next week
1: uh next week uh we're not we're, we're not doing the thing that I told you we were gonna be doing uh okay. I I misremembered how the ending of Pester request is structured there there is no like it appears on the choice screen and you can do it like standalone. Uh, you're just kind of thrusted into it. And that's the only way to get into
0: it. Uh, not like, uh, friend Sim. Yeah.
1: Not like friend Sam. Uh, okay. so next week, uh, we're doing the rest of pastor quest. We're, 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 we're meeting Roxy and Dirk and we're going to see how this all plays out.
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we got a lot to look forward to. Then. You're damn right. We do. <laughs> okay. Uh, well then uh in that case uh you wanna shall we uh do our our end of episode rights yes okay uh well I guess uh, we can start off by thanking our patrons all right um so uh kicking us off uh our first shout out of the episode uh, first shout out uh, goes to our patrons um so thank you so much to uh michael P proof the 27th
1: and the other eleven ashen 1, Haxus 3, Mel, Tezrak, Amber M, Danny, Caffeine, Gareth F, Simon Martins, Corin, and Darsh. Thank you for money.
0: Thank you all so much for money. Um, we are getting towards uh the end of official homestuck content. I that's a huge crazy thing to say, but we're kinda getting there. Um so uh, if you would like to support us on Patreon, um, for the, uh, what, what, whatever is uh, on the horizon, um, you can go to H, uh, you can, you can go to <laughs> hpcast. we don't have a website, you can go to patreon.com slash um, and, uh, throw us a couple bucks there if you feel so inclined, um, if not, uh... You're in luck because our next shout out also goes to all of our uh non patron uh, listeners. Um thank you all so much uh for tuning in. Um humble uh humble view count uh increasers. Uh, we love you guys. Um jokes aside, it does mean a lot. It does it's very cool to like, you know, have people listening along uh on this long, wonderful journey. Um and uh, thank you all so much. Uh seriously. Um, and our third shout-out, as always, goes to Alex, our artist and editor. Uh, Alex is the GOAT. Uh, there is no HP, HP cast without Alex, as I always say. Um, thank you, Alex. Uh, we love you. And with that, uh, we will see you again next week with the rest of PesterQuest. Uh, Dirt, oh. Roxy, and then the ending. So, uh, yeah. Uh, see you around.